My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. It's the Weekly Weed News with your cannabis correspondents, Cheech and Chong. Okay, okay, so here we are and we're live from our apartment in self-quarantine. Yeah, like we don't got no virus or nothing, man. We just want to chill out and smoke up for the next month, you dig? Right on, man. You know, it's all out of an abundance of caution. Better stoned than sorry, man. Uh, some people stocked up on uh, toilet paper, but we stocked up on rolling papers. That was the Weekly Weed News. Okay, so nobody panic. We'll all get through this, man. Okay, dude, uh, hand me the lighter, man. I got a lighter, man. Don't you have one? No, man, I thought you had a lighter. Oh, no. It's time to panic. Yeah, oh, God. God. So it's Bob and Zip with Ed Kelly. Uh, welcome to really uh, the week, uh, the week of the crash. And we're just at the beginning of this pandemic. Uh, so Zip, you, you just asked a question that's, uh, it's really funny because it made me think of a story, you know, the how long this will last. Um, have you ever read the Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit? I think we've discussed this many, many times. That is one uh, type of book I never. I read the Hardy Boys mysteries. Got it. So. <laughs> okay. What about Nancy Drew? So, so, um, so uh, uh, you could look this up later, but it's a piece of literature. <laughs> Sometimes referred to as fiction, yeah. it's, uh, which is a word for fancier than the Hardy Boys. But um, so, but 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 I, I still think you'll get the basic idea because the hardy boys also was about the same thing which is good versus evil and when uh the hobbit begins there are these creatures called hobbits that live in little holes they're like gophers mated with humans wouldn't you say so ed so that's not bad that's yeah. pretty close yeah and but they're but they're sweet and they and they live kind of a a naive dumb quiet existence where they shop organically at markets and they believe they have the greatest life in the world and they leave the big things of the big world to the elves and the wizards and all those other people who handle all those big affairs. Am Think I of Whole Foods voters. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so one day uh, there's this really cool but very ordinary hobbit named Bilbo Baggins. And Bilbo answers his door and there's a wizard there now wizards don't associate with hobbits any more than you know bill gates would stop over for tea to see no, me no they're <laughs> hobbits after all why would i they're beneath me <laughs> but he stops by to see this bilbo and he tells bilbo he's really important and and while they're in the midst of talking because you see gandalf wants bilbo to go on a quest with him uh, while they're talking, the doorbell rings, and it's a dwarf, or a couple of dwarves, and and they, they come in, and Bilbo's like, I, I wasn't expecting guests. He was like, uh, I'm already, my day is already upset by this wizard stopping by, and now there's these dwarves, and Gandalf says, oh, come on in, and they start eating all his food, and they start basically taking over his life, and they start to tell him about this quest they need him to do. And, and while they're talking, again, the door knocks, and more 
dwarfs. I, I don't want to spoil any of this, but eventually his house is packed with these rum-swilling dwarves. Think think Ireland on St. Patty's Day, only they're all gopher humans. Okay. okay? And they're singing songs, and they're telling him that there's this great thing coming up that they have to... Well, there's apparently some ring of power which is all evil, and they have to slay a dragon to get it. And they think the dumb hobbit is the perfect person to lead their mission. It's precious. And, oh, yeah, Gollum... Gollum comes in later. But what what this is all about is it's a struggle of good for evil and it's a quest. But what's amazing about the story and how it's set up is they don't want to tell the wizard doesn't want to tell him too much <laughs> at the beginning. Because like if he walked in, yeah, if he walked in and said your whole life is about to be turned up down, you're going to face death, strangulation and fire and evil like you've never known and, you know, you or perhaps you could get sick with a pandemic. You see where I'm going with this. Okay. Uh, then it would have freaked him out. So that's what's happening to us now. We're being spoon-fed what the media and the government and even the medical community wants to tell us. Oops, hold on. Yes, who is it? I've already got four dwarves in here. <laughs> and so, it, you know, it's going to get worse before it gets better. We haven't even uh, grasped. No one has. Today is the first day there was a speculation and an, and the president announced uh, that this could go on till july or august or maybe longer now this is the guy who said we have it'll clear up like a miracle yeah. <laughs> yes he said we have 50 cases soon it will go to 10 and it will go to zero in a very short period of time in one day it'll clear up like a miracle it'll be gone <laughs> and so what i love about this <laughs> is that maybe people will actually realize how that it's not just the emperor that doesn't have any clothes it's just <laughs> a lot of do. it's all the hobbits are walking around with their <laughs> squiggly penises hanging out that's right and, and and we're all basically being managed our expectations are being managed so today uh, we're recording this on Monday the 16th mm-hmm. the stock market dropped Oh, Roughly oh, oh. 3,000 points. Points, yeah. <clears throat> I have not looked at my 201 or my 101K. I have not. Don't, don't, don't. Do it, do it, do it. Yeah, I'm not going to look. I mean, uh, there's no point. We're all in. and But here's the thing I'm starting to hear. It's us versus the coronavirus. <laughs> We're Americans. Aren't we proud? And by the way, I hate this because I, I got bad news for you, Zip. What's that? Trump is going to actually turn this around and it'll help him get reelected. Because if the economy bounces back and the stock market returns, he will be sitting pretty. Well, even even if not, he's fighting the evil. And and by the way, did you see how he sticks in like he'll go, it's nobody's fault except China. Nobody's <laughs> fault except China. <laughs> and, but the and, thing is, you can't come up with nicknames for this virus. You can't come up with, you know, like yeah. e- evil Corona or oh, uh, creepy yeah. Corona, you know. Uh, sleepy That's, Corona. 
You're going to fall asleep <laughs> on us, and it'll be all cleared up like a miracle. No, it doesn't work. You cannot tweet. You can't vilify. Did Viruses they, can. Did yeah. they or did they not, though? However, the Fed pull out all their, as they kept referring to the toolbox. They've got financial yeah. tools in the toolbox to straighten this thing out. There's zero interest Everything. rate now. I mean, holy. well, so what is zero interest rate? I'll tell you what zero interest rate is. I want you to go take uh, a hundred girls. Of, yeah. What's having that? me? What's that? What most girls having me. Yeah. Oh, zero interest. <laughs> Very good. Yes. <laughs> Thank that's, you. Well, Stop thinking aside. about yourself, Ed. Come on. <laughs> it's all about me. You should know that. What do you think of me, Zip? Oh, oh man. Oh, that's better I than what I was going to say. All right. Okay. Well, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, go get some money. Mm-hmm. Go over to your printer. Hit scan and copy. Mm-hmm. Make more money. <clears throat> that's, that, that's the answer. Pretty much the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, our money is, uh, is something the government can print unlimited, and what they're doing is saying it, it's basically an IOU when they print it, and they have. But they to. pass on to the kids, by the way. Yeah, yeah uh, but those kids also will have politicians who will pass it on to their kids. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's very, yeah. very nice. Um, Everybody but, punts. Yeah. Yeah, but I. So I, the weirdest thing, and I thought about this right away. Is that, oh my gosh, everything we've always talked about, not going up to debt, not being socialist. <laughs> Bernie Sanders is probably sitting there going, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I told you what was going to happen. You don't have to be from Vermont to figure that out. <laughs> free health care. And, and, and by the way, free paychecks for everybody to stay home. Theoretically. The airlines, the airlines will be bailed out. The cruise ships will be bailed out. The, the only people who are going to be totally screwed are the hobbits. Gig guys. Well, no, the I hobbits guess. who live in the little hillsides <laughs> and don't, don't participate in all those public programs. Yes. They don't fill out a tax return. Whatever they do, they're outside the system. And uh, it's going to be very hard for the hobbits. And the dragon is going to come to the Shire and burn it to the ground. It's going to be very bad. Three words, Bob. Mm. The dude abides. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Which character is that? That's that famous actor. Did you ever see the big Lebowski? Oh, what's his name? Oh, come on. You can come up with it. I met him. In, I, I didn't meet him. I, we sat next to him in a restaurant in um, in Los Angeles. and I have a handlebar mustache. Yes. Oh, and he, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott, thank you. In every big movie and also beef, it's what for dinner. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Nice. Oh, he also, he so, also uh, you can prevent forest fires. He also does the... You nice. too. He's yes. the new Smokey Bear. That guy's got a good ear. You know how Trump says we could prevent smoke forest fires? With a rake. Yeah, I know. <laughs> With a rake. We got to rake the forest. That's right. Other countries rake the forest. California fires. You know how far he's that. into the woods he's been? Like, <laughs> he's walked with heads of state through a park. Yes, got a nice I job know. raking the forest. Yeah. Anyway. You know, the more they burn down in California, the more room for golf courses. So uh, let's get back to it. So Zip, your question, how long is this going to last? I initially felt about uh, three years before um, they get it under control with the vaccine and everything. Uh, They're working hard to make it faster. The first person took a test, uh, you know, volunteered to try a vaccine out, but that won't hurry it that much. And um, 
<sighs> Gosh. So what are we actually trying to solve? They talk about flattening the curve. We all understand that by now, right? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. But South Korea is doing a better job of that than we are. Uh, well, that's because they tested a zillion, and, like they just manufactured tons of tests because yeah. you see China is closer. You can see China out your kitchen window <laughs> the same way Sarah Palin could see the USSR. I picked up the reference, yeah. <laughs> and China's kind of far from us and they have those strange uh, wet markets and, you know, they're disgusting. So why would we want to... Yeah. You know, it, it, it's certainly nothing that would hurt the Chinese could hurt us. But anyway. And by the way, all you people who need breathing apparatus, all you states, you're on your own. Just get your own breathing apparatuses. They must have some old artificial lungs kicking around. An iron lung would do it if you, you know, restore the thing. <laughs> by the way, you have to learn the new Trump, Ed, because the last three days... Uh-huh. Been very sedate. It, oh, it is like that movie where uh, the guy unzips the body and crawls inside Trump and zips it back up and it isn't Trump. <laughs> what was that movie? You know the one I'm talking about. Where they, like, they kill that farmer and then they just hop inside his body and the farmer uh-huh. says things he would never say, like... Never say. I want to thank Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> and he's also said, and the press has been very, very fair. Everybody's yeah. pulling together. It's bipartisan. Uh-huh. And I'm like, wow. What, who are you and what have you done with Donald Trump? Well, I mean, first off, it is the right thing to say. And people are is. probably advising him. Uh, here's what you need to say. Yeah. Unless you want to be like, get zero electoral college. And he's saying it. Yeah. yeah. And we have such a short attention span. That. Well, he he realizes that the you know his reelection rides on the economy, and right now that is going in exactly the wrong direction for his reelection. So he's motivated, yeah, because it's not his strength to take other people's advice, no, or or to unify <laughs> sides, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, so he's completely acting 180 so, again <laughs> degrees against type here. So let me ask you this: so at this point, when will the uh, lessening of the restrictions happen? Once they flatten the curve, is that what I'm understanding? And yeah. It, well, so so uh, they've so got to test enough you, people to get better numbers to determine yeah. exactly how many are infected, and and then and put separate some, them. Okay. Yeah. Well, Ed, um, are you working on your Doctor Faust impression yet? Dr. Faust? No. No, the, the national uh, guy. In, uh, the, 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 well, so his voice is so strained, Bob, that I don't is. know if I could strain my voice that much. Okay. He actually puts out three tones, much like James Brown used to do. <laughs> you know, I put out three tones at once. Just do a white James Brown and you're right there. <laughs> That's exactly right. You know, Bob, we've got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so here's cool. here's the answer to your questions, <laughs> yes. at least as far as I know, and I'm not an expert and I don't know anything. But um, the reason for flattening the curve is that our medical system, which is a for-profit system, uh, does not is designed to be efficient. And by efficient, it, it, basically just in time, you have just enough stuff. It's like airplanes don't want to fly around with empty seats and hospitals don't want to have empty beds. They operate right. at near capacity. And because of that, they get to charge what they want to charge. And uh, so when this comes along... All of the sudden, you know, it's like four feet of snow when our plow is only six inches high. That's right. And it's all about the size of your plow, after all. Absolutely. <laughs> and just in time is also the the um, mo that the big three operates by, Bob. Is they that right? Just, with the just cars. enough parts, yeah. yeah, just enough parts to meet demand. And so, what happens now in Italy is 
they had 10 percent. And by the way, it said in the United States, we may be as bad or worse than Italy. Yeah. Uh, than Italy, whereas we may only have see when someone's really sick, they need a, a respirator, they need intensive care unit, and in Italy, they actually had a situation where they would just send people home to die because sorry, we don't have any beds for you, and uh, that's why their uh, mortality rate is so high. It's six. Yeah, I've seen various numbers, but six point six percent is what's being reported. And and who knows what the real numbers are unless you literally test everybody, right? Which the World Health Organization and, and the CDC are demanding we do now because unless we understand this, first off, it looks bad not to test people because, and, and Trump would understand this, <laughs> it makes your numbers out of whack for the dead ones, which is why he was uh, misinforming about the numbers out of the gate. So we want lots of people who we want to know all the children who catch it, who don't get symptoms. We want to know all the people that don't even know they have it uh, so that hopefully that'll make the death rate seem lower. I did hear it mentioned that there were a couple of 30 year olds that did succumb to it. But were they were they immuno challenged? I don't know. I don't know that. uh that would be the mitigating factor there, because yeah. if, if you have a strong, uh, you know, resistance, you don't succumb. Well, you're and, young, and here's the thing. Young. When you live on a planet with seven billion people yeah. and they say it doesn't kill any kids, what they mean is only 12. Hmm. <laughs> and, and they're please, not ours. <laughs> please, by the way, you shouldn't have laughed at that, but I'm glad you did. But no, <laughs> that. but what I'm saying is, you know, even 30 year olds, it means you have a better chance of falling in the tub, probably, but sure, right. uh, yeah. you know, I, I believe I read that 80% of the fatalities were over the age of 60. Yeah. Hmm. And, uh, and um, I believe it's 66. How old are you, Ed? <laughs> Never mind, but I'm, but I'm one of the more dependable voters if I could vote, I'll tell you that. A hundred percent, let's do it this way, I'll let you have your little secret. A hundred percent of the Americans on this show are over 60. Yes. That's right. And, uh, and of course, a lot of, uh, we all do that thing that we do, which is like, well, thank goodness I'm not 75. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> because whatever age you are, old is five or 10 years beyond that. Yes. Um, you got, Always. any of you got loved ones in their like 80s? Not <sighs> anymore. We're on that upper rung as far as the show is brought family. to you by Camel Cigarettes. Camel Cigarettes, folks. Does Jane Fonda count? Gonna, <laughs> She's a loved one. I'd be curious to see what the liquor retail numbers are of late. Oh, over they the got to be high. Yeah. Yeah. Well, grocery stores are hiring. I assume liquor stores are. So people are hoarding stuff. God bless yeah, America. Because yeah. that's, that's the first thing we should learn in this. Is that, <laughs> Gosh, you know, there's things, there's danger. We should hoard stuff just in case. Um, yeah, things like that. And restaurants are going to close everywhere and only do takeout. They're already in, closed in Detroit after six. Right. And Ohio, I understand, is also yeah. clamped down. And uh, what is the thing they're saying to do? Um, stay um, in place or... Shelter in place for some, Shelter in some place. folks. Yes. Hunker down. Yeah. Sing Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive <laughs> while you're washing right. your hands, because yeah. that's how long it takes to get right. it right. She yeah. even did a TikTok video that went viral. And, and Lisa and I have started doing that. Um, boiling maple syrup still. 
the I had friends who were coming to boil with me this week. Yeah. I I called it off. Um, and they're Republicans, so they were just starting to get it. <laughs> you know, it'd be interesting to see how this would be playing out. By the way, let Ed's laugh play out all the way. Sorry. I was particularly no. proud of that subtle dig. Go ahead. It, it would be very interesting to see how this would be playing out prior to the Internet and social media. Because, you know, if Trump could have control of the various newspapers and, uh, you know, two or three networks. Okay. Yeah. Like like a Hitchcock movie. (laughs) That's how it would play out. Yeah. Yeah. Outbreak. Did you see the zombies? Morgan! Morgan! (laughs) People knocking on your door. Toilet paper! (laughs) Toilet paper! (laughs) (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. We know you have toilet paper. <laughs> Come out or we're coming uh, in. Jeez, and for the old outside. folks, it would be Soylent Green. Hey, 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 hey <laughs> all you folks over 60, walk over here for a few minutes. Take it's people! <laughs> Soylent Green is people! <laughs> I'm loving that you guys are actually so funny because... Uh. It's pretty grim, man. I'm mildly freaked out. I know you are. You have money. <laughs> no, that doesn't... I, I don't think that has anything to do with it yet. But uh, That's my proposal. No, the mildly freaked out part is um, for everybody. For, you know, I started to talk about my aging relatives and you guys just immediately started talking about Soylent Green and I thought... I guess, <laughs> if we have to. Um, but, uh, like, I worry about people that that aren't, that aren't able to shelter in place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I called, I have an uncle who's in, in his 80s, and, and my aunt, and I called him and I, the other day, and I, I, I said, how you doing? And he said, oh, it's fine. He says, they're sure blowing this out of proportion, ain't they? Mm. And um, he's, you know, the flu kills a lot of people. I was like, that, that was Trump three days ago. You should tune in now. <laughs> <laughs> and a- anyway, he's getting, I mean, he's got, his sons are like freaking out and telling him not to leave the house and they'll bring him his groceries and stuff. And then I got my, uh, my stepmom who's uh, 80 some odd. Yep. I don't want to, you know. I don't want to date her, so I won't say what 80 number. But, um, you know, I know she's also being cared for, and she's going to be, she's pretty, she's going to be pretty careful. But uh, that's the other weird thing about this is it's all about old people. Yeah. Biden and Sanders. It's so weird. And yeah, and it's a good thing we picked those young candidates to run for president. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> now de- um, it depends what you characterize as old people, because that's the big yeah. difference. You know, are you compromised or are you healthy? But yes, uh, well, all of us old people are now saying that guy is worse than me. Yes, but, <laughs> right. That's right. Uh, but but there are some other things that I read today about the compromises, uh, people with existing conditions. But they also think, and they're researching this because children literally don't get it, and children get everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but children get it, but they don't have a problem with it. They actually suspect 
that a previous coronavirus, you know how, uh, how this hurts you is your um, immune system overreacts and fills your lungs up. With, a lot know, of stuff does yeah. that. Yeah. And um, so what they believe is there may be a previous coronavirus that our generation faced that this works with our experience of that and that it might be oh now that makes sense that does make sense it it might actually be our age i mean it could be i have a friend he's a republican wow you have a friend but (laughs) who's a republican uh, several actually i try to always be friends with people i don't understand yeah Remember that song, Things Get a Little Easier Once You Understand. Understand. So anyway, he said something really freaky, and I told him I would quote him. He said, well, this is one way to uh, balance out the budget and and fix Social Security. And thin the herd. Yes. (laughs) Thin and out the herd. And we are the herd. So yes. uh, Ask any millennial. (laughs) uh, Absolutely. Okay, boomer. <laughs> so, uh, some of you guys all right, we have yeah. some we have some happier uh, stuff to talk about um, about the coronavirus. It's all about the coronavirus, but um, there is expected to be a corona baby boom. Ah, true. And I will. Uh, well, let me just Ed, You've done so many uplifting <laughs> bits this week. Let's. <laughs> Well, if you're stuck at home and you're you're with your significant other, I sure. mean, there is there is one thing you can do to keep life interesting now, isn't All right, there? And here it is. Americans are self-isolating to fight the spread of coronavirus. We're confined to our homes with nothing to do. There are no sports to watch on television, and we've already binged everything on Netflix. Soon, there will be only one thing left to do to combat this surging epidemic of boredom. But beware. It will lead to another kind of healthcare crisis, one that will overwhelm hospitals and challenge healthcare workers. It is the Corona Baby Boom, arriving mid-December 2020. <laughs> That's cute. Do the math. Yeah, December 2020. And by that, we should. By then, maybe we'll have enough beds. Uh, can you imagine being a mom having a baby right now? No, no. Oh, I'd be so I'd be so scared to go to the hospital. No kidding. And I I do have a couple of appointments coming up. I'm canceling them. I'm just I'm calling them in literally. I'm saying, look, I know you need your fee for my refill and all of that, but do you think just this once you could call it in? You well, know, it I, is scheduled too. I've uh, I, <laughs> not too much information here. I've got a yeah, colonoscopy scheduled for april 6th of course you do boomer yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i just uh, save I the was, footage i was just gonna call and tell him uh no you've it's been taken care of thank you very yeah. much yeah uh oh you mean they're not gonna do it oh i don't know yet it's uh i haven't heard anything i, I think they're well, canceling a good chunk of the appointments the absolutely yeah, no, no please don't say chunk when you're talking about this topic <laughs> but, uh, his his proctologist does stand behind his work, Bob. So there's yeah, no and there's a big afraid. sneeze guard there too. So you're good. I was a little put off that that he was wearing a monocle, but other than that, it yeah, was, um, yeah. yeah, that's terrible. All right. So, all right, guys, let's say something important. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, what do you think happens as a result of this? Shoot, a, fast forward ahead five years. How is the world different? 
Um, I think medical and the need for um, medical that is far more socialized uh, along the lines of Canada and some of the you know other countries. You think socialized medicine will come? Uh, I think that it will be taken more seriously after a pandemic. I think it. that will open some eyes. I, boy, I, I, it's funny because I just know how motherhood that issue is for so many people. Mm-hmm. They've just basically been hypnotized to never see it as anything but capitulating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this, but I, this is where I think it may change hearts and minds and become mm. perhaps less polarized. But I may be the one of the most <laughs> well naive people you know. So demographically, the people who make up the percentage that don't want it are mostly over seventy. That's true, and the most reliable voters is that, and the ones that that actually bankrupt our healthcare system the most with all their yeah. desire to keep living. Mm-hmm. Again, it's thinning the herd. Yeah. You know, the one thing, this is like the blizzard of 78 for six months. This is like the blizzard of 78. Now that makes me feel better. <laughs> well, no. Be, Was that now, something you got at Dairy Queen? <laughs> if, if it does, if it does like miraculously start, you know, dissolving midsummer, We'll probably just pop back and it'll be business as usual once the stock market comes by back and everybody's Fire doing Fire up the barbecue, thing. honey. Yeah. The dial's back up. So there's no research that says it will do that. There have been a few I mean. yeah. speculative news stories about that, that, you know, people, if someone speculates on something, someone else reports it as fact. Um, I've actually read science that says uh, this survives in hot weather. Uh, but I, I've not read anything super convincing that in, in a lot of different sources. That's let the me other ask thing. You this. Yeah, let okay. me no, let me finish that with the with the question. What changes in five years? I think it's already changed that a lot of us realize that a whole lot of things that are reported are not true. Not true. Uh, and it doesn't matter who you are. It's just they're sort of making it up. And, you know, uh, uh, as human beings, we all kind of frequently do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard you, we're getting 12 you know inches tonight. You know what I hear, you know what I hear quite often <laughs> yeah. tossed around? The old one day at a time. We're taking us a day at a time, which mm. is kind of interesting. It's like the world's giant 12-step program here. So <laughs> I, I don't, I, I, I get that for lots of stuff that you can't control. But since we can actually do something about this, and we're all standing on the train track, and, right. and a government leader goes, we're taking this one railroad tie at a time. And you hear, dude, dude, in the different, in the distance. Going, well, there's no train here now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you already know what's coming. And, oh, well, when, like, are you going to close all the, all the well, uh, when, we'll see if it comes to that. If it comes to that, they the, the scientists say you have to be proactive instead of reactive. Mm. So yeah, we're going to react if we have to. Uh, it's tough, but I, having said all that, I still think we're. I think our country is sufficiently crazy for where we're at right now. And sufficiently crazy. Yes. So in other rivers. words, we've got we've got eight dwarves. We don't know that there's four more coming up to the door. <laughs> 
And you can only roll out the dwarves a couple at a time. That's well, right. we already so. tried uh, the Steve Harvey and Publishers Clearinghouse, and that one didn't work. Yeah. So, <laughs> All right. So, uh, other tales from Coronavirus America. I have one. Okay. After I visit, so I went and visited my 80-something-year-old uncle. Mm-hmm. I stood six feet away from him, best I could, wouldn't Social shake his distancing. hand. Yep. Uh, Elbows. Sat them and sat down and had a talk with him and said, hey, guys, th- I think this really is actually the real deal. And um, I, you know, we had a nice little talk and they're going to they're going to be fine and taken care of now uh, by their own kids. They said, well, our kids don't want us to leave the house. They said, we'll just bring you stuff. I said, take advantage of them. I mean, how many years did you buy everything for them? What's <laughs> bring you your groceries? That's true. Wipe their butts. Yeah. yeah. And so um, my Aunt Janice was, and so I said, okay, I'm not going to stay. I'm just, I'm going to get going. And my Aunt Janice said, you have to have a blueberry muffin. And I went, some things cannot be denied. <laughs> and she has the best, you know, I'm like, uh, I'm like, if I catch it from them, that'd be so ironic. <laughs> but I'm not going to turn. So I had the blueberry muffin. Uh, and their dog is a sweetheart, one of those sweetheart dogs that just leaves drool all over you, mm-hmm. and you love them to death. And uh, and I did like fist bumps from six feet away, and <laughs> I took off, and I was getting ready to leave. So as I'm leaving, Lisa calls me mm-hmm. because I'm in Connecticut. And by the way, the whole trip to Connecticut, I treated it all like I was in Vietnam trying not to step on a landmine. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are prone to drama, Bob. I, I, no, I don't think this is drama. I mean, in, for example, when I get out of the car to put gas in it, yes. I look at the handle mm-hmm. and I could hear the little coronaviruses, even though they're not alive. <laughs> Here he comes. And, and I, he says he's off drugs. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, and, and so... I have to fill my car with gas, and I realize the gas handle at the gas station is oh, one yeah. of the worst things imaginable at all times. Yeah. But usually I just laugh off the common cold, and, you know, I've never been germaphobe. So I grab it, but then I go in, and I go to the bathroom, and I wash my hands. And then they've got those paper towels that you can't really get with wet hands, you know, the kind that disintegrate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so finally I lean up against the thing and I get a little bit of an edge of the towel. And then I take a couple of extras so I can use one on the door handle. Mm-hmm. And I get back to the car and I'm like, Lisa, okay, I visited with them and I'm on my way back. And she goes, oh, you're near Hartford, Connecticut. Could you stop at Peppy's and get a pizza? <laughs> no, on, on second thought, can you go to the original location in New Haven? Well, and you guys know about this because Peppy's Pizza yes. on the East Coast, really worldwide, is one of the most renowned pizza places in the world. But I'm like, I just freaked out at a gas nozzle handle. <laughs> and you want me to go to... Peppy's, which is a very busy pizza. And so she was like, oh, come on. And I was like, okay, um, I guess I'll be careful. And it, and I started thinking about pizza. Mm-hmm. It's in a 700 degree oven. Yes. They take it out with a mallet and it slides right onto cardboard. Yes. And then they use a cutter and close it up. So I figure as 
as meals go, that's a pretty safe one. Yeah. The risk is minimal. And so I decided, okay, so I called Peppy's. I get there. They are swamped. No doubt. And I, and I don't notice this right away because I'm like, okay, well, I got to use the restroom. Might as well use that before I get in the car. And I go to the restroom and there is a washroom attendant who wipes the door handle. Every time, right? Before you go in and Oh, before. Wow. At, with a spritzer bottle of disinfectant. Perfect. And I look at him like, thank you, my good man. Although I couldn't imagine he was happy about doing this. No. And then he That's said, exactly. what do you want on your pizza? <laughs> no. We're, um, we're so then, well, then I came out and they were so backed up, I had to wait 15 minutes for the pizza. Yeah. Uh, but what I noticed was they had like three staffers whose only job was to wipe everything over and over with disinfectant. The tables got, and then, and by the way, they made sure the bottles said, you know, a sanitizer or whatever it said on them. It wasn't like the normal, you know how you're at a restaurant and a diner, and the gal brings a dirty rag and just sort of pushes aside all the <laughs> greasy hash browns. And, you know, she gets them out of your way. And you set your elbows on a wet surface. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So while I'm That's watching, true. Right. I notice every single employee is wearing rubber gloves mm -hmm. and that even while they work, this woman is going around disinfecting, soaping, washing. The only people who didn't have gloves on, which I thought was kind of odd, was Zip's proctologist who's going to give him the test. Yeah. Squinty. Yes. It's really, hard to, it's really hard to hold you guys from being silly, isn't it? Sorry. Well, um, we're trying but to. It's, this is heavy. I, I know. We have to. We, we're we're light-hearted people. The only one who didn't have the gloves on was the cash register gal. Yeah. The most susceptible. And that's the most. Like, the money is the dirtiest. It's, it's might touch, as well stick a gas nozzle. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, touched more hands than anything else in the entire store. Oh, and, and by the way, that's one of the pieces of advice that I'll pass on to you. Mm -hmm. don't use cash no credit card no, is safer I, I love when people put money in their mouth while they fish their keys out of their pocket <laughs> don't you like they, they clamp used to do that, that bill between their teeth that linen yep. which is passed from hand to hand to who knows what yeah and got wet at how many peeler bars on the east coast so i have no idea but, when yeah. when there's not a fat fatal epidemic out there I'm actually a believer in like building up all my antibodies and getting as many germs as I can. Yeah, expose your kids to the dogs when yeah, they're young. Exactly, let them lick their yeah. face. The whole yeah. deal. Oh, what else is he licking? Mm. So, <laughs> but I was impressed, and so just before I left, there was a gal again with the um, disinfectant wiping the counter, and I looked at her and I said, "You guys are doing a great job." And she said, "Thank you." And I thought, well, when martial law. It's involved. <laughs> involved. <laughs> I you trust this sad, place now. The sad part, Zip, about all of this was that there was a skimmer on, on the ATM machine that Bob went to to get the cash for the pie. <laughs> it could stole be. his number and his password. That all could happen. You guys are very cheerful and very uplifting. So anyway, that's that's the only story I have. And then I went out today. Uh, it literally feeling like I was in a war zone, trying not to step on a landmine. I mean, that's the feeling. I've never been yeah. in a war because I pulled a high number. 
Yeah, good for you. Lucky. But, yeah, and you pulled a I'm already in Canada. Yeah, I've already left the party, kids. <laughs> Sorry. But I but I wonder I if, enough, if that's how it feels. Like, you know, because if you, because you could die. Yeah, well, and I do have to go for, you know, a terrestrial broadcast a few times, three times last week. And I'm finding myself using my key a lot to hit elevator buttons. I the was too. I noticed finger. I did that unconsciously the other day. That's true. Yeah. Yes. So I'm only mildly worried about you guys because you're not in your 80s, but um, what are you- our music collection is. <laughs> yeah. What are you guys going to do? Zip, are you going to shelter in place? Can you? do that uh you know interestingly enough one of the projects that i was you know regular work got uh canned at the last minute this morning uh, I've, I've got a shoot tomorrow so i'm gonna you know just do my thing but uh, you know i can't hang here forever does that does that is it me or does that sound like no i'm not doing a darn well, thing no different. no i mean i'm not uh well number one the um parameters here let's the latest is what no group of 10 or more is that the last the latest is if you want to live shelter in place by yourself and don't touch anything or anyone i thought and social distance even from anybody else in the room particularly if they've been except peppy's pizza little plug for peppy's (laughs) yes didn't we go there last time i was i think we did yeah and to that one in hartford too yeah yes and it was closing and yet they still made a supply they did do you think it's going to come to the, the hardcore lockdown? Yes. Okay. I do too. I also think that uh, our health system will be overloaded and the death is going to be hard to hear about. Uh, and that all of us will know someone and it's going to really suck. Um, but I also think if, like, if you're my granddaughters, it's going to be this thing that happened when you were eight or six. And, um, you know, largely... The world is going to recover. I suspect two, three years, uh, you know, everything's in the toilet till then. And a lot of people get screwed over. Like my cruise got canceled. Uh, I'm sorry, not canceled. It got postponed. Postponed, of course. And what they said is, hey, good news. The cruise has been postponed and we're going to hang on to your money. And either in September or next February or April, we're going to have the cruise and you get the same cabin. No extra charges. Yeah. And like at first when I read it, I was like, oh, that's wonderful. Boy, I could have that cruise in a year. And then then I thought about lawyers. Mm-hmm. Chapter 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that, I, that it's a uh, charter cruise, not the main cruise line. All they got to do is basically file a piece of paper and that's gone. So And you're, you're, yeah. out, of, you're out of all your funds. I'm totally. I, and I was going to call them tomorrow and go, no, I, I just want my money and see what they say. And uh, I don't think it'll be. Why, sure. Uh, but But there's a whole lot of things like that. There's a whole lot of people like in the housing crisis who lost their homes while the banks were bailed out. Mm. And no one from the banks went to jail. Nobody, mm. not once. So that's the stuff that's, you know, that's the stuff. Fact, that's gonna... Biden mentioned that last night yeah. during the debate. So. Again, you guys are funnier than me today mm-hmm. uh, because I'm, I'm, uh, I, my wife and I, we each have these characteristics. Uh, she's suspicious and I'm paranoid and they're not the same <laughs> thing. Like, no, she doesn't trust anybody. And I'm certain that everybody's out to get me. Uh, mm. And this, this whole thing is like, 
I'm just paranoid for everybody. It's gonna. How be old bad. are the guys in BOC, by the way? Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah. Was it? Wait a minute. Which cruise were you going on? Was oh, it, uh, Moody Blues. Moody Blues. Sorry, my bad. Uh, yeah, and you know what? Let's just for the fun of it. Let's look that up. Okay. Because the, the, one of the reasons I was sure this cruise wouldn't happen mm-hmm. is that I'm young <laughs> yeah. compared to most to the artists. Most of the passengers, yes. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'll start with um, probably Justin Hayward, who, mm-hmm. was, who was sort of the headliner. Uh, let's see. Moody Blues, Wikipedia. Justin just, Hayward. I should have just looked for his name. Hang on, this will only take me a second. Members. Uh, well, Graham Edge, what a fun guy he is. Graham Edge, Justin Hayward, and John Lodge. Uh, Graham Edge is a blast. Born in 1941. How old does that make him? 41. You're asking the math magician here? Oh, that's 79, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. So, almost an octogenarian. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's 79. That's not so bad. Um, why did I say bad? Like the. So, well, yeah. my point is worst case scenario, scenario rather, they uh, restock the cruise with Ozzy Osbourne and Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. Uh, Justin yeah. Hayward is only 73. <laughs> okay, good. I didn't know that. So that's not so bad. And then um, the other big guy is John Lodge. John Lodge is 74. Okay. Uh, I so look- maybe a Lady Gaga tour. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look, this is the part of it right now is the forecast is for, let's put it this way. An asteroid is coming. Good news. We'll recover super quickly. The United States is better equipped to handle this asteroid than any other country. In fact, it's China's fault. So we think the asteroid's going to pretty much stay in China. <laughs> Suddenly, I wish I had a grow in my closet, and I don't. Oh, man. <clears throat> And and so, well, yeah, sir, it's getting closer. Hey, uh, the good news is our scientists are doing a bang-up job out there tracking the asteroid. And, uh, oh, and the Fed just lowered interest rates to below zero. So get out there and spur on the economy. And happy St. Asteroids Day, everybody. Yes. <laughs> All right. So you think we should put this out or we should maybe just, uh, I don't know. I... What I can't imagine is what we'll do next week. <laughs> well, you know, that's I think the it's thing. a time capsule. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see a couple, three weeks after people have been holed up for three or four weeks with literally. I just triple our listenership to 150. Um, it is uh, uncharted territory. Holy shit. All right. So does anyone else want to tell a story or have the last word? Because I'm... I'm not touching that gas handle again. (laughs) (laughs) More will be revealed, as they say. Yes. Uh, Canadian Celine Dion has postponed the remainder of her tour dates in North America because of the coronavirus. Mm. A moment of silence. In Canada, you have to do a moment of silence anytime anything happens to a Canadian artist, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, didn't she do a residency in Hollywood? I mean, in uh, Las Vegas. She she did. Yeah. I think she's still there. 
so speaking of artists like her, yeah, Las Vegas is going to close down now. Yeah, oh, and then the Hall of Fame uh, ceremonies have been canceled yeah. and postponed, as you say. And so uh, the next thing you will see, uh, I'll predict, is they're going to commandeer these hotels uh, to be hospitals. Yeah, which wouldn't be so bad. Yeah, because the occupancy rates are down around fifteen percent. That's right. Okay, well, I <laughs> thought we could pull something funny out at the end, but not. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, you guys all take care of yourselves. I zip yes. shelter in place. Yes. All right. Well. Yeah. Just hang on. Just. What's Jeannie doing? Um, she's yeah. I mean, she's not going into work. She went in today to, you know, tighten things up, and we'll be working from home. <clears throat> she's going to work from home. Yeah, and you don't have to like go meet people, do you? Um, well, I got a shoot tomorrow. A shoot? Yes. Commercial. Actor talk for us. You're making yes. a commercial? Yes. Did Purell hire you? No. Who else no. Is going? <laughs> Diamond Auto Group. Oh, are they supplying you with a car in trade? <laughs> well, that's a good auto. And by the way, that's a good sign for America. Yes. Uh, they are continuing with their ad campaign. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. The other two are they still They should not bubbling. listen to this podcast, by the way. Tell them we didn't do one this week. <laughs> you are so much more gloom and doom. I'm surprised. I thought you were kidding, but you're, uh, you're taking this to heart. Well, because I, uh, I just... Dude, dude, I think that might be a train. <laughs> <laughs> and and at the same time, I can see, uh, I can see around it that there will, you know, there will be a recovery, and it will be in the in the headlights. It's just that it's not going to be, you know, some, a bunch of places are closing. We're closing for two weeks just to be safe. What? <laughs> two weeks. Good luck with that. Very scary. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. I, the you know, the fact that there's no end in sight, or at least a, a projected date. Is there a projected well, the, date? No, they don't have dates. But what? What's so? If you watch scientists speak in blogs, and I have a couple uh, that you know would bore you, but what they basically say is forty to seventy percent of the world's population could get this. So we're gonna we're actually trying to stretch it out so we don't overload our healthcare. And then once everybody has it, there may be community immunity. Add that to a vaccine. And, you know, I mean, we have many diseases that we got under control with vaccines. So science is doing what it does. And, you know, I, I feel pretty good about human ingenuity um, and science. You know, if they could build an iPhone, they could worm their way out of this. But um, but I just, yeah. you know, the 10-day forecast where your weekend is always in view? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what I mean. That's what's changing. I, 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 I have always had, and, and you guys, you've both known me for a while. I've, yes. I've always been like, well, the internet, well, that's going to destroy radio. And I was like that in 1995. And I still had, yeah. you know, a good 20 years of no, and even now it's still there. But I, I look at stuff and I go, newspapers, how are they going to make a living on the internet? And so uh, this is one of those uh, I, I can hardly watch the TV because I'm like, okay. I know. If he's Dr. Smith, think think back. <laughs> Dr. Smith. I mean, oh dear. Oh dear. What should we do? <laughs> this is the coronavirus. We're all going to die. Oh, oh, young Will, please come take care of me. 
Now, so, that, so what, cheer, so, that cheers me up, by the way, Ed, because no he was a buffoon who who over-dramatized. So I hope yes. I am. Yes. So what you're saying is that the string quartet has picked up their instruments on the deck, but they haven't started playing yet. Yeah. My yeah. dear, dear my God, to thee. That's a little stormy out, isn't it? Look at that ice cube floating on the deck. So we're going to miss it by at least 100 feet. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, I hope it's helpful for somebody to share this stuff. But uh, because I think everybody's, you know, grappling with what does it mean at this point. And in a week, we'll probably know a lot more. Yes, we will. For sure. Right. Yeah. And this will go in a times capsule. Yeah, it will. And broadcast students will never listen to it. Monday, the 16th, 2020. The day the stock market crashed, its worst point loss in the history of the stock market. Was it like 176 years, they said, or something like that? Mm. Crazy. I thought it was since 1987. That's what I heard. 87? Yes. No, the stock market's been around longer than that. No, I don't mean the stock market itself. I was just oh, talking about Oh, well, the, they said the largest point the loss. Yes. Ah, it yeah. was the largest point loss. Yes. And uh, <clears throat> probably percentage-wise, I think we we crushed uh, the '87 record a couple days ago. But yeah, so get out there and buy, buy, buy. Yeah, so it's definitely too late to sell high, <laughs> <laughs> unless you smoke a joint first. <laughs> yeah, then you could sell high. All right, guys, yeah. have a good week. We'll we'll catch up next week. Uh, everybody, God bless. Shelter in place. Stay away from old people, unless it's yourself. <laughs> the world's gone crazy, and we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Hey, listen up, everybody. I'm only going to say this once. Steven Spielberg was available. So what? For a motion picture spectacle. What a scene. Roger Rabbit was a principal. Big deal! And all I get is a couple of lousy souls. Thanks a lot, sport. Listen, Buster, I'm a class act. But every movie I make, bunnies always get the breaks. Rabbits used to seem swell to me, but now I find them...
Maybe he sits and smokes a bone.